Hello, and welcome to Stirring the Pot, Entertainment Suits' premier edutainment podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek, the first and the last, and today we have... Sam. And... It's me, your boy, Asia. And we're here to talk about our Pokemon Scarlet and Violet retrospective today. We're going to be talking about our general thoughts of the game after rushing through it, rushing through it this past week. Mm-hmm. Um... Give, run it through our entertainment to review system and talk about some of the bigger implications that this game has for the Pokemon franchise. Yeah. How did everyone feel about the game? Honestly, Just like general thoughts before we get into the oh. nitty of the gritty. Yeah. I thought it was pretty nice. I feel like I liked it less than Arceus, but more than Sword and Shield. That's fair. Asia? Um, on the whole, I like the direction it was going in. I feel like it's a direction I've kind of been hoping Pokemon would go into for a long time. So I'm excited to see what the games going forward look like and if it's going to lean into the parts I like and not the parts I don't. Okay. With that being said, we're going to go through our entertainment um, review system that's broken down into four different categories. We have plot. We have construction. We have themes and we have characters. We break down the game along those um, few lines. We'll, we are going to average together our scores that we get through it. A game can be scored between, sorry, a game or a piece of media can be scored through one through four. Um, one being the lowest, four being the highest. Um, each number represents a ranking. Four gold, three silver, two bronze, and one dirt. So let's take a look at this plot so we're gonna go ahead and go into this retrospective i'll go ahead and start us off um i think the plot is a four out of four that's a bold move i think it's a gold plot for a pokemon game Mm, why so i've been playing pokemon games since yellow yellow was my first one and i gotta be real None of the stories have captured me, unlike Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, but I never finished that game. This game and its story and its three different storylines caused me to actually finish this game. This was the first Pokemon game I finished just Pokemon Black and White. Because halfway through them, I ended up just losing steam because I was like, oh, this story is not... The the gameplay of Pokemon is so repetitive Mm -hmm. that it's like even an inkling of a story... Like we'll get you through it. Yeah, that's fair. Oh wait, I forgot. I finished Legends. This <laughs> is slightly better than Legends for me, and I love set Legends. Mm-hmm. Are you counting the DLC for uh, Sword and Shield? I have not played all the DLC for Sword and Shield. No, but if you finish the main game, does it count? Yeah. Boom. Um. So I liked what I saw. Um, I had a great time in it. The thing is, we we had to rush through it to get this retrospective. But I didn't find myself on the edge of my seat. But, you know, I leaned forward a little bit. <laughs> I was inclined, if you will. And I've never had that for a Pokemon game. With the final revolution of... Oh, spoilers. This is going to be in the title, but... Um, when the final revolution that like the professor was dead and you were talking to an AI the entire time. That was dope. That was, that was good. Dope. I'm not gonna lie. That was that dope. was really good. I was like, I had it's so funny. I was in the room playing with Sam. I'm gonna give myself this, and I was like, wow, the animation's been so fluid, but the first.
first time we like zoom in on the professor, it's only her mouth moving. And it's so static. Mm -hmm. And it takes a moment for her to get animated. And even then it's tied to like a specific set of like, like yeah. uh, actions, move motion. Mm -hmm. So I was like, huh, Sam, it's a little off. A little weird, huh? And later on, it was an AI. And I was like, I know this is going to be... This, this feels purposeful because all the other animation has been like, especially for the moving scenes, has been kind of gorgeous and fluid. Mm -hmm. And it, I was like, this feels purposeful. This is mm -hmm. a hint. And then it was. Mm -hmm. And did the... So the advertising of the game saying that, yeah, there's three completely different storylines. You can tackle all three of different um, points in time. Did that end up mattering as much? That was like, that was an advertisement. Yeah, it was an advertisement. Mm -hmm. um, but I still ended up being very satisfied with it. So for me, that's a four. Sam? Hi. Um, I really... The thing is, I really enjoyed the story. And the thing is, you're right. I feel like out of all the Pokemon games we played in the past... This one, like, the big reveal at the end really makes it worth it. Um, I really like, well, well, my notes were just essentially just, like, I really like the premise of it taking place at a school and how a lot of, like, the, like, you kind of, like, um, are learning as, like, you're, you're learning with your character, essentially. Um, let me see the rest of my notes. I was saying that I also like that you can just, like, ch choose the route that you have and, like, you can, like, do the stories at your own, like, kind of pacing and not, like, being railroaded into doing everything the same way. And I feel like what Derek said was right was I, Pokemon games for me get really tiring because essentially it's just like, okay. Um, cause what I do with Pokemon games, I overlevel all my people and then I beat everything. Cause I do not like to sweat at you all. Like to lose. I don't like to lose. I think it's my game. I shouldn't be losing my game. If I lose, I'm going to restart that. I don't zero losses for me. If I lose, no, I didn't. Um, but yeah, I give the plot a three only because the description of the, the art description that we have is essentially like, oh yeah, I was getting stuck on like, in terms of like, yeah, nothing was coincidental. And I feel like there's like, this is a Pokemon game, things kind of have to be coincidental and it's just like, for it to like, for it to move the plot along. And a lot of things where it's just like, oh yeah, even though it explains that like, oh yeah, you need someone who's good at tech and someone who's a good Pokemon trainer for like the final part. It was just like, we didn't, you don't make connections with other people. It's just the people that you meet are the ones that are obviously going to be at the end for you. Okay. I get that. I'm not going to argue on your point for that. Because mm -hmm. it's going to slow things down. Was that it? Was that your last? Um, I believe so, yeah. Oh, and also, sorry. Oh, I was, no, you're good. I was going to mention also, like, the, I like the plot of, like, the bullying subplots and also the, um... Arvin subplots. I thought that was also really well done, and I feel like something that you don't really think about. Like it's something that I didn't expect them to tackle at all in a Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. That's the last thing. Take it away, Asia. Hey, it's me, Asia. Um, I am. I'm on the cusp between a three and a four for plot for me. Mm. One thing that got me to uh, okay. First of all, I gotta give it its clout. I feel like this is one of the most well-done stories for a Pokemon game that I've seen. I'm with Derek that it kept me engaged. I didn't expect the world of it. It's a Pokemon game. But I was like, oh, they're doing something I haven't seen them do in a game before. I feel like ever since um, Black and White, 
we've been really getting inklings of them kind of building and building. Okay, we got a little bit more plot. We got a little bit more plot. The side games, like, they they have a lot more plot. They take their time with it. Mystery Dungeon, um, Explorers of Sky, one of my favorites. Uh, the original Red and Blue Mystery Dungeon, shout out. Um, Pokemon Coliseum. But I gotta say Mystery Dungeon, I feel like, does plot. Really. Yeah. Anyways, I'm getting off track. Um... I saw what they did there brought into the main games. And like Derek said, I hope they continue it. It adds. Let me get to the point of why I'm on the cusp of a 3-4. Part of it is themes. I know kind of the, I thought about it while Sam was talking, the overarching theme of like finding your treasure and you're going on this um, not so much sabbatical, but like kind of sabbatical from school asterisk to like do this journey and I almost kind of wish that the three plots tied together more strongly towards the end like I feel like if it was not like truly well done for me but I feel like what would have been the icing on the cake is if all three of them's like personal journeys that you go through in the plot coincided with the end and it doesn't really but that's the only reason I gave it like I was teetering on a three or four I feel like if you could see the layering of theme throughout all three of them and build into the last one I more I would have given it but then I feel like you could make the argument that okay if the overarching Pokemon level theme is finding your own treasure um, pneumonia, Nimona, sorry, I keep accidentally <laughs> calling her pneumonia. It's, it's not her name. Nimona, I feel like makes her own treasure with her relationship with you. Um, Penny has her treasure with Team Star. Arvin is just like reinvigorating his treasure with his Mabostiff. And you meet the AI at the end and like their treasure is like, she gets hers or he Gets, they get theirs with the culmination of what happens with them going through the time machine. Mm-hmm. But, like, does that count? I See, the thing is, I make the argument that it does. Mm-hmm. Mostly because this game, I feel like it's I feel like ever since uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Nintendo's been, doing more com- been more comfortable with doing kind of subtle storytelling. Where they're not giving you the full plot. Where it's like a lot of Breath of the Wild was, well, there's a little bit of cutscenes, but it's just like, hey, we gave you the premise. Go. Go figure it out. Go go and figure <laughs> it out. And what I liked about the Pokemon game is that the onus, in a similar, sorry, I'm going to compare, I'm, I compared this this buggy game to Breath of the Wild, and now I'm going to compare it to Elden Ring, and I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate for it. But um, Elden Ring is a game where you create your own character, and you're just unleashed on this world. You, they do a lot of, um, what's the word? Implicit storytelling and plot building on top of it. And it's up to you to find that enjoy within it. At least that's what I'm seeing it from my perspective. So with the idea of, hey, look for your treasure. For me, the reason why I gave it a four was because that spoke to me as, Okay, Derek, they're letting you free on this world to try to decide what you like doing the most. Mm-hmm. 
what your treasure is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so they let you go through the entire game. And it, and um, and I saw the side paths similar in a way to Persona's um, social links. Yeah. Where, you're, where they're not, like, a part of the story. Like, but they're, like, they're building on top of each other. And they don't, yeah. ne- for me, they didn't necessarily have to connect because I was just like, okay, I'm focusing on. This um, aspect. Yeah. And then as those stacked on top of each other, it built, for me, a more well-rounded kind of gestalt-like game where it's like it's the sum of the parts that made this plot better rather than the plot they give us. Because if I were to just break down the plot, it's mm. it's a typical Pokemon game. Yeah. But the thing is, with the addition of the classes mm-hmm. and how I myself got to get along with the professors, which ended up doesn't not really mean anything. God, I wish it did. Um, but how I and then how I fell in love with the history of the Paldea region mm-hmm. and that Scarlet Book and the um, essentially existential like Lovecraftian like beast that dwells in Area Zero mm-hmm. and all the uh, beasts that cause ruin to the Paldea region that they had to seal away behind these super dark those like innate storytelling moments is what one of the things that made Skyrim one of my best games of the decade last year. It's what made. Um, playing games like Elden Ring and Dark Souls fun for me, even though I'm terrible at them, because it's finding that it's a, it was a Pokemon game with a legitimate sense of adventure for me, mm-hmm. which I never got before. And the the plot that they've set around it pushed me into that adventure, which is why I liked it. It's the first Pokemon game in such a while that gave me a reason to explore, and that was due to its plot. Wow, that was lovely. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Oh, I'll see you. That was really good. I'll Sorry, see you, I'll, I'll see you. That was a really passionate speech. I, okay, so, yeah, we can have a conversation about this. We can get, we get stuck on that for a while. I feel like that's a separate conversation entirely. Yeah. And I feel like I could do a completely different podcast just picking apart this game. Yeah. But that If you want it, me, just ask for it. I want it. So, anyways, uh, I mean for the audience. Oh, I mean, I yeah, sure. Well, <laughs> we we can ramble with each other on our own time behind the scenes. If you want uh, us to do this on stage, let us know. We can do it. <laughs> but um, I guess that I was wondering if I was being too harsh, and that answers it. If I'm already expecting it to be a story on the level of Pokemon, then yeah, it even having that tying together of find your treasure counts. So, mm-hmm. it gets a four for me. Sweet. Also, I don't know. I don't know what I mean this comment, but you giving your speech just like revitalized my answer. But I think it was just because the sense of adventure that I had was during Legends. But that's a different thing. That's fair. Like a like thing is, I kind of want to replay Legends a bit and see if I liked it as much as I did at the beginning of the year after playing this game. Mm-hmm. I, I can already tell you, what I expected from Legends, I got here. That's fair. I Everything that I wanted from Legends, I got more of a taste from here. That implicit storytelling, I didn't feel was present in Legends. And I feel like Legends was a stepping stone for us to get Scarlet and Violet. But That's I fair. wish that... I wish it didn't really have to be that stepping stone. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But anyways... So, construction. Yeah. Mm. This this game was kind of a mess. I'm going to go out and say that um, 
a lot of people experience a lot of glitches. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people experience glitches with this $60 game. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have gotten refunds for these game-breaking glitches. I experience no glitches. But despite that, this construction is still a one. Um, it's a one for me. It's a one for me, dog. Oh, also Asia? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Oh. I was, <laughs> you finish yours? So it's a one for me. Um, and I noticed it might be a one mm-hmm. when I realized, oh, they're recycling a lot of music from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I heard the da, 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 da. For the fuck? For the terrestrizing? Yeah. I, oh, that annoyed the crap out of me. I was like, it already felt gimmicky. Yeah. Terrestrizing, even with the story that they tied in with it at the end, mm-hmm. it felt gimmicky. And then the song came on, and it was, it felt so recycled. I got, like, I got kind of angry. Yeah. yeah. I was like, way to just confirm. That's fair. The thing is, I, I never play the games with my, like, music on. I'm not sure why. Um, but the thing is, you're, that's fair. And the thing is, a lot of the things, I acknowledge that, like, the team was really small that worked on this. So I feel like they had to recycle a lot of stuff. But also, my complaints were that they recycled a lot of stuff. And the thing is, um, unlike, sorry, I need me to cut you off. You can finish her. Yeah. Um, I'll wait my turn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but it was essentially, like, playing Sword and Shield and how all the, because I get my enjoyment from customization. And I get a, I look at oh, a lot of my things. On, that was the thing I was going to mention. Because the thing is, I like that you can change your eyelashes. And I like that you can change. <laughs> I like that you can change your eye color whenever you want. And you can change your lipstick or whatever. I like, that they, I like how like all the hairstyles can be both for boys and girls. I like that the, the facial the customization felt a lot more. Uh, felt, it looked, felt like they upped the level of detail. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, going to say a lot more. I'm going to say they went up a level. I don't like that the darkest person is not the shark. Um, cause the thing is, since there's like three different ones and they're all this very similar shades, that annoyed me. I feel like that's been the case of all any time they've introduced. Games. No, that's fair. I didn't. I, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it until now because. I thought you were gonna mention that there's not any clothing. There's not any clothing. That's what I was gonna get to. The thing is, with Sword and Shield and also with Arceus, um, you get clothes by bringing the fashion designer like inspiration, and the other one is just based on like all the clothing stores are based on style, which I appreciate. All the clothes are the same in every single store. Well, for the most part. And the same thing with the food options. Like, every single store sells, like, the same, like, paella and, like, the same ice cream. And the same. It's just, so it just feels like, why is there so many of these, like, the ice cream shops thing. and stuff and, like, stores and stuff? Because it's, like. If you're not going to diversify it to reflect the region or yeah. and the places you can explore even more. Yeah, and especially since you can, like, travel so quickly in this game more than I feel like in every, any other it's, game. It's the first fully open world, like, outside area mm-hmm. for Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, the only pl- the only town that has a cutscene is going to the big town. Yeah. Um, but what's annoying, and which is one of the things I wanted to complain about, was the world feels so... Like, the world feels empty. It mm-hmm. feels empty. Like, the thing is, yeah, there's Pokemon everywhere, and I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing these stupid Psyduck watching me battle <laughs> with Frank. It's so... Oof. We'll go through that, but yeah. But it's it's so empty in a similar way that Legends of Arceus was empty. But the thing is, Legends of Arceus, it was just like, well, no one's going to be out here. Yeah. yeah. It's like a small, like, intricate village. And this yeah. Is like, this, is a, this is a city. And I feel like... Oh, no. Sorry, oh. I'm not even talking about the cities. I'm talking about the overworld. Oh. When you're not, when you're not in a city. Mm-hmm. The, pro- the thing is, with open world games, 
in order to make it fun going through an open world, it needs to feel lived in. Mm. Driving through um, Grand, dri- driving through whatever cities in Grand, the, re- the recent Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas, is that? No. I don't know. That's a that's a neighborhood. Um, mm, never mind. Go for it. Um, Los Santos. Um, driving through Los Santos, you feel like it's a city. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, Breath of the Wild didn't have that problem because it's it's it was barren. It was empty. It mm-hmm. was like that was the whole part of the story. I would say Breath of the Wild still suffered from the same problem. Okay, that's fair. Um, but you can't tout it. I feel like the open world was essentially I did did not I did not care for it mm-hmm. because it I it was big, but it just felt ultimately not the greatest. Um, traversing through it ended up being a kind of annoying. Um, I feel like they tie it too much to the Corridon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was it was really telling when on foot you can't get anywhere. And when it's a Pokemon game where everyone is supposed to be able to, like, travel the world. I'm going to keep calling it a sabbatical. Get with me. On, oh, it's a treasure hunt. I'm sorry. There's a real term for it. Uh, on this treasure hunt, and you're the only piece in here who has a literal legendary Pokemon. You, like, there, I feel like there were a lot of little things they could have done to have it lived in. And I understand kind of, they didn't have a, oh, watch out, this is a level 20 area. This is a level 30 area. But they did that naturally by kind of gatekeeping where you could go by what you did manage to accomplish to get your Corridon leveled up or whatever. Sorry, or Miradon, I believe. Mm -hmm. We had Scarlet. Um, And Violet. And... But it, there were times where I was like, how are you supposed to do a treasure hunt when I can only get over here on my ridiculously powered legendary Pokemon? Mm-hmm. And they weren't like, oh, yeah, I traveled over here on my Asada. <laughs> like, you didn't see other people using their Pokemon in, in not like ingenious ways. But to overcome these things, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a little thing that they could have added. And I agree that the towns felt barren, especially like not every town is a big city. There are like three or four big cities, but the towns that were little had literally nothing. Yeah, there's like and one more. There's like one more. Just like the gym and a Pokemon Center, and, it's and that's it. Like I'm like, you're telling me that this is like a lived-in town, but you don't have anything. A small thing would have been to ha- give every like city a, a dish or something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they tried to make the food a bigger thing here, but it felt empty one because because they had the same thing in every shop. There's three ice cream stands, but each ice it doesn't matter which one you go to because each ice cream stand has the same thing. And it mm-hmm. like, it has the same effects. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And there's not even there's no reward in going to all the food places. Mm-hmm. The thing is, there isn't even something as simple as it feels like I, I haven't, I tried to talk to all the NPCs in the town, so I may be missing this. There's not even like someone, you know, like the old Pokemon games, you go into someone's house, they'd be like, well, here's a TM, young sir. Oh, mm-hmm. Here you go. You're having fun. Here you go. Uh, you you can't even go into anyone's house in this one. Yeah. Which the thing is, I thought, at first I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Oh, I wouldn't want, I tried That's to so rationalize, yeah. yeah, I tried to rationalize it, but I was just like, Considering in the other games, you can. No, I, I was just gonna say make up for it. In some yeah, way. I thought they were gonna make up for it in some way, but they didn't. And yeah, it just, 
I feel like, because going into the house, for me, going into the houses, I do it, but it gets repetitive. And I don't mind not being able to go into the houses if you have other things for me to explore outside of it. I get not being able to go into every single house when it's an open world Mm -hmm. and, like, you're giving me things to do outside of it. So that wasn't the biggest thing for me. I feel for me the biggest thing was, like Sam said, the clothes. I was so surprised that... After ever since like X and Y, I feel like they've done a good job upping and upping and upping their options of clothes. And mm-hmm. after Sword and Shield, which gave you so much customization, it felt like a letdown. Like if I'm thinking about who's working through it, it makes sense. But at the same time, when this is a triple A Pokemon game that I'm paying a top dollar for that you know is never going to go down in price because it's been 10 years since some of these games, and if anything, they cost more on outdated consoles that aren't being supported anymore. So it's like, when I look, and this is an indie studio, this isn't like a triple A studio that's kind of like losing its footing. This is top dollar big dog Pokemon. And you're telling me that they had to rationalize away why I, on my Pokemon journey away from my school campus, cannot wear like whatever I want. It doesn't, for me, the small stuff like that, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, but I can rationalize it. You can give me a reason in game, but I'm a real life person. I see Pokemon making top dollar like all the time. Why why am I why are some of these qualities backsliding? Yeah. Also, that's not to mention the uh, visual glitches and just some quality of life stuff and just noticing how like the game slowly the game runs in some aspects or how like wonky some little stuff is that you're like I've never seen this before. This is okay. Also, in regards to the game running slowly and being poorly optimized, yes, Asia and Sam played on the Nintendo Switch handheld. I played on the original Switch, still getting slow. I I'm looking at this slowing down screen right now. <laughs> it's, it's just disappointing when I feel like given the caliber of company Pokemon is, Mm -hmm. there's no excuse for it and it shouldn't happen. Yeah. Persona 5 is a bigger game than this game. Smooth. Amazing. Looks amazing. Mm -hmm. This game, this game isn't optimized to run on the Switch, which doesn't make any sense because... Where else is it being released? It doesn't make sense for it to be run differently on the small Switch versus the bigger Switch because you know you have two Switches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know you have only two different consoles out. You're not porting it to a bunch oh, of and the OLED. ones. And the what? The OLED, which is the stronger version of oh, the yeah, base yeah. Switch. And it's just, it, I feel like there's really no excuse for this. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't deserve anything more than a one. And I'm not doing an indie game. Like, this is Pokemon. G- get good. Yeah. Like, the, it, it's kind of embarrassing that you let this game go out. But yeah. it's, it's like, because of your name you can yeah so what was your scores one the thing is i was gonna give it a two because the thing is some of the cutscenes. i was like oh, oh those cutscenes were gorgeous the thing is, some of the cutscenes look gorgeous but then i feel like us complaining about the construction overall it makes it jarring how well the cutscenes are so i'd also give it a one yeah i was surprised the cutscenes were that freaking nice the animation was fluid Mm -hmm. oh my god i was snapping pictures all the time with Mm -hmm. this i was like oh snap and there's not a cutscene gallery what the snap actually why shouldn't i feel like there should be a cutscene gallery Mm -hmm. not the point anyways (laughs) there should be 
honestly, if you work that hard, I don't want to have to do, like replay my entire game to re-see some of those gorgeous cuts. Now that I think about it, most games don't have a, court, a cut scene gallery. I guess the, Fools. I'm, 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 uh, no, the thing I was saying that I feel like more games should have yeah. a cutscene gallery. It's like you work hard on this animation. Why, why can't I replay it? Why can't I re-see it? Anyways, mm-hmm. it's a one. So theme? <laughs> um, I gotta be real, dog. That thing was a four for me. That thing was a four for me. That's fair. And it was a four for me because um, I felt like it followed its themes all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not played the post game yet. But I feel like it it followed its through this themes all the way through, paired alongside with its story. I picked up a lot from mm-hmm. these themes. Um, one of the most prominent themes for me is the finding of your treasure, um, which is such a simple uh, kid theme. Yeah, but it's present throughout it. It's constantly brought up. They hit you over the head over it. Even the it's like smack you around with it a couple times. Even the teachers who you don't have to do their side stuff, like it comes back. Mm-hmm. And I love. Oh my that. god! Wait, I'm sorry. I was running through it. Yeah, I could name each teacher, and I could tie what they go through back to their theme. For ex- let's do that right now. You meet the. I'm sorry, we don't have to do that. It, it could take time. The nurse, her like you encourage her to go and try for her teaching exam again, mm-hmm. and she is really she likes being a nurse, but what she really wants to do is to be able to teach. That's her treasure. Boom. Um, the elite four guy who teaches art. I'm not going to remember all these names. You know who I'm talking about. I think it's Hassel. Hassel Hansen. Yeah, whatever. Um, he, 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 his like little thing is that his, uh, family wants him to become the next lead and the next dragon master, but his treasure is being able to teach, teach these kids. Yeah. So he sticks to his guns, but he also values his family and he's going to do his best in the way that he wants to. And he shot, he went out on his own for his treasure of music and like his love of artistry, which is also reflected even when he brings in Braxia, the, yeah, Bra- Braxis or no, I'm thinking of, um, the, the one Pokemon. Yeah. Braxius. Braxius. Who talks about how his treasure was making art and he lost his way and he came back to it. Um, the rock, no. Why do I think she's a rock type gym leader or she used to be? The um, no, yeah, she used to be yeah, a rock type. Miss Time leader. used to be a rock. Type. Yeah. Um, she had someone following her who was like, "Hey, why did you quit being a gym leader? You loved it. You were so good at it, and you were like an idol to me." And she's like, "Well, what I really valued and what I really wanted to spend my time on was teaching, mm-hmm. and that was her treasure." The historian, I have not finished her plot. Oh. Uh, it's a lot. Do, do, I'm what? We're in the like last part. Yeah, right? I, I have to find all the things. I haven't found it because I don't want to look it up or anything. That's so fair. I'm just naturally I, trying to. I was gonna say her baseline thing was like. Um, her treasure is like the learning. finding of history itself, yeah. and that's just supported all throughout one. Sh- I like how shady she is. Same. I like how she's like, yeah, I'm gonna use you for history. But um, her, uh, who's that last dude? Who uh, the, the sandwich? The culinary the, teacher? Yeah, the culinary teacher. Um, you just kind of encourage him to be true to himself and what he treasures, even though he like holds himself up to not want to let down the people around him. Mm-hmm. And they don't even get to start it on Team Star. 
Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, I liked it. It was, it, it was, was heartwarming. Sweet. Also, how the heck is Team Star supposed to, the fighting type people supposed to get out of the giant ditch they're in? Like, there's no way to get out. You have to climb a mountain. There is no other way. That's funny. I like I w- I think about it every time I have I go over there on foot. <laughs> what like there's one Pokemon Center. What else? I'm sorry. Maybe they got to call the taxi. That's ah. stupid. Because the taxi's free. The taxi- that is an entire region of the world where people are there. There's why. <laughs> The tre the that treasure theme is even tied with oh we have Professor ten, Sada. Oh, I was gonna say the ten treasures of uh, the sites or the place. Oh yeah, there is the ten treasured sites of Paldea. Oh. But um, with the professor, where the AI was just like yeah, where it's like the AI was like yeah, she treasured her research over everything else in the end. Yeah, which uh, is which even is, her son. Yeah, even her son. Which is a, the thing yeah. is, it is a, a negative really version of that theme, but it's like. It's still ties. Yeah. yeah. I gotta be real. Yeah, she, she loved you. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to do this. Yeah, you're right. Bye. <laughs> I really appreciated that. I was like, yeah, it's a, nah. <laughs> Arvin was like, nah, let's not, let's not get into that AI. You, you just go. <laughs> and so I, I just think that. The, I think that one theme is so powerful throughout the game. And no Pokemon game ever goes this hard on a theme. Honestly, a lot of games that I've played lately hasn't gone this hard on a theme. Gotham Knights, not this hard. God of War. Not th- never mind. Never yeah, mind. that's right. <laughs> never mind. I was like, he's uh, saying this, but he forgets that. God of War is probably the best game i played this year. I mean, Midnight Suns is coming out. I gotta be real. God, this is not a God of War podcast, but... I want to gush over God. It was good. It was really, really good. And stop. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it in. Keep it in. (laughs) Lock that back up. Different podcast. But anyways, yeah, it's the best that we've gotten so far, I feel, for a main Pokemon game. And i that's what I meant earlier, what I was referring to, where I really like that. I feel like the only way to keep Pokemon games fresh is to go hard on the story yeah. every single time. And it doesn't have to be adult level hard. You don't have to have an adult story. I'm an adult. But the thing is, that doesn't mean you can't get away with putting multi layers of like meaning and attention to detail and things to explore and discover that's accessible for both. And I feel like the more they um, lean into this, the better quality, even how repetitive the Pokemon games are, I feel like the beauty and what keeps people coming back to it is the fact that you can slot Pokemon into almost anything, Mm -hmm. any story, and it works. So why not take advantage of that? When I'm bored, when I'm like down, when I'm just like, man, I need something feel good. I take whatever I'm into at the time and I'm like, let's add Pokemon. And I feel like they're only just now starting to really take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. That was good. Asia? I mean, Sam? So the thing is, originally, because I, I feel like for me, a lot, of the, a lot of times, plots and themes kind of coincide. So if the plot was a bit weak for me, the theme's also going to be weak or vice versa. But you guys convinced me. Because the thing is, I was, also, I've, hi, um, I feel like sometimes I have troubles with themes, but I feel, I for, completely forgot that it does beat you over the head with like, yeah, treasure, trying to get treasure, we're on a treasure hunt. And then I, I forgot. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. So, da 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 
No, it's okay. Um, it took me until we were talking through this to be like, oh God, it's everywhere. But no, I think the themes are a four. Because the thing is, I, a lot of the my notes were just like, yeah, because the plot was like very, um, not very, but I feel like since like some like in terms of like the I feel like since themes incorporate everything that we talk about, mm. including the characters and stuff, I was like thinking like, also it might just be my Nimona bias. I don't care for Nimona. So when I was like, yeah, what's Nimona add to this? I what does a, she have? I have a Nimona character rant. For the next thing. I, I gotta be real. I have a Nimona character projection. It's my take and I enjoy it because I made it and it's for me. That's fair. But um, so, I gotta be real. I get why you wouldn't like her. Because <laughs> the thing the whole time, uh, like the notes that I have previously were in regards to like, oh yeah, it seems like everyone has their own things that they're working through. Like Arvin and his like uh, relationship with his father. I had the dad. Um and also in terms of like this like the bullying thing and like in terms of and like those in those mm-hmm. regards. But I felt like whenever I was doing Nimona's like plot, like side plot of like going through all the gyms, it felt like she only it didn't feel like much. It just felt like she felt static. It felt oh, wait, static. Are we bleeding into character? Uh if we could finish theme, we can go ahead and go into character. Oh yeah. Uh believe it or not, I had a three originally. Change that to a four. You convinced me. Characters. Characters. These are my favorite characters in the Pokemon game. I thought Legends was my favorite, but as I was playing this game and reflecting on Legends, I realized Legends kept getting me because I play Diamond and Pearl a lot. Mm -hmm. And so it was a constant callback the entire time. And I'm a guy that loves himself some nostalgia, no matter how much I try to admit it. Uh, Sorry, no matter how much I try to like be like, nah, nostalgia's for losers. (laughs) <laughs> you got that. <laughs> um, so uh, I think that's why I enjoyed those characters so much in that setting. But the characters in here, I legitimately care about. Mm-hmm. I started jotting down fan fiction about some of these characters, that's really and funny. not like them. Like, sorry, I feel like no, normally people hear fan fan fiction. Oh, we're like, shipping things. Yeah, like like I wrote a I wrote a poem from the perspective of Arvin because his parents <laughs> abandoned him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's delicious to me um these characters are and the thing is it's because they're i think it's because they're all fighting realistic things yeah mm-hmm. um pokemon x and y um the main villain of that game um he wants the world to be beautiful mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like that's not like it's, it's kind of not esoteric, but it, it's not okay. He wants the world to be beautiful. What megalomaniac is out here doing that on that yeah. scale? Mm-hmm. But it's like everyone's problems here seemed so realistic, mm-hmm. and then it's just like the thing is, it's not like I cried for these characters, but my heart went out to them, especially when they were dealing with what they were dealing with. The reason why I love Nimona is because at the beginning of the game, when you go into her house, no one talks about Nimona. No one cares about Nimona. They care about how her family's rich business is going. Mm-hmm. And they care about her older sister. Mm-hmm. When you go to her house, there's like no one there cares about. It. No one's making a fuss that she's the champion or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but and because that wasn't like an implicit part of the story, I had to go back to her house after yeah, like after you talk to her. Yeah. And then in that case, because I um I don't go home a lot in Pokemon games. So yeah. I have 
And they kind of kind of rushed you past Nimona's whole deal. I didn't realize that was her house at first. So I haven't gone back, but that kind of gives you why, even though your first Pokemon battle might have been, you get to choose where you have your final Pokemon battle with mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Which is why when you choose, oh, the backyard of your house, she's like, yeah, that's just my house to me. We're not doing that. And at first, I wasn't even trying. I've been choosing the wrong answers on purpose this entire time because it's a Pokemon game. And it's just like, yeah, I always choose the right answers. Let's see what they give me if they give me the choice. So I was trying to choose the right answer for that one. And the fact that she was just like, yeah, that's not special to me. It's like you said, they add little stuff in a way that others have only really reserved for either your rival or the big bad. Mm hmm. And so it made me care. I mean, I guess she's technically your rival, but even then. And she was also just a fun rival because I love the idea that she like she saw us battle and was like, Yes, that's that's who I'm gonna cultivate. Yeah, I like I was just like, Yeah, she's like you think you're making yourself your own like a big rival? Nah, she's like she hasn't gone all out. She's driving you into this like in my back of my mind i'm like she's creating the perfect rival for herself you were the egg that she saw she could like <laughs> train yeah basically she purposely chose the pokemon that was a, like that was weak to your pokemon yeah and i was like, I was like oh, as an, so like it as an additional challenge yeah it was like you at no point was i like oh why is this bit the like champion and it's just because she was very clear like no I'm going to go train 20 other Pokemon while you're still on team number one. And I'll just come back to you with the Pokemon I chose specifically to battle you with. Mm-hmm. So on some level, when I won against her, it didn't even really feel like a win. Yeah. But at the same time, if you think of Pokemon battling as not like chess. Okay. So my theme was chess. So it's, it's dorky. Your archetype. But anyways, if you think of it kind of like a battle of minds through your Pokemon, it still works that you kept beating her. Because mm-hmm. even with weaker Pokemon, she should be kicking your butt. Yeah. And then don't even get me started on Arvin. Arvin was a character I thought I would hate, but he had so much emotional depth. And also, Penny, the thing is, I know... We didn't get to spend... I feel like out of everyone, we didn't get to spend as much time with the real Penny. Yeah. Which is why, when at the end, when everyone gets together, I really appreciated that they had party banter in those moments and it made me sad that like i'm in post game i haven't gone back a lot but i don't know where i could find them i know there's like a whole subplot going on but it's just like i would like to be able to even just hang out with them a little or at least go back to like oh hey to do do. Maybe I just haven't discovered it yet, mm-hmm. but in those moments, they really made you feel like you had gained friends kind of organically. Yeah. And I I wonder how they're going to do that, and I hope it's not just like, you're done with the plot, and now they're cardboard. Here you go. Oh, I fear they're going to do that. The thing is, how could, at, at every point, how could they not? Yeah. You can't infinitely, like, create stuff, but even just... The thing is... I felt a stronger bond with these three other characters than with um, the friends from Black and White. Yeah. Like, they, they tell you your friends in Black and White are, like, your friends, but the thing is... They're schmucks that yeah. you run into. Mm-hmm. But they, these people actually feel like they liked me, and it, it just felt good. That's fair. How, the you, thing is, how are you friends with the main character? 
Well, stop trying to flex on us, Arvin. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I also, it also made me care about all like, the side characters as well, where like the professor, the professor, the headmaster, mm-hmm. and love- he's like super involved in like the kind of the intricacies of like his students. And, like- a, and he like, he dresses up to like be in with the students and have their student lingo or whatever. And I'm like, that's cute. They made us be care about the former headmaster. Yeah. Who, who, I like that touch. Who like he, cause he showed up at one of the star bases. The fairy one. Yeah. And then he was explaining that, yeah, he's, I was the former headmaster oh. and I took the fall for like, Oh, is it, he like does like the piano lessons for yeah. the yeah. And then I love the because we also found in that cut scene that all these new all these teachers that you bonded with are all new. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only been like a year. Yeah, and a year half, and a half. Maybe? Yeah, and it's it's cool that the big issue that surrounded the school itself. You're like Team Star was the main characters. They not like they saved that school. But for a school setting, you'd think it would be like, oh, bullies. Yeah, Team Scar is hassling these people to hang out with them. And it's just like, oh, Team Star is the bullies. Nah. They already took care of that. Now they just have, like, grunt issues. Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder what... I wish they went into it a little bit more, why the grunts ended up the way they did. Mm -hmm. And because it's like, like the bait and switch, but they didn't follow through on, okay, but why are the grunts like this? And I wish that it kind of changed post-game to pre-game. There's, like, across from the Poison base, there's a little base for Team Star dropouts. But it doesn't explain why that would be necessary, given that the entire time they're trying to be like, yeah, Team Star is a family. Well, how did it... If it started like this, how did it get like this to the point where they're being pushy and they're Team Star dropout grunts that aren't just, like reintegrating with the school and they I, have a separate base. I I was uh I'm going through it. I'm going through the game again. Mm-hmm. And all we're getting from Casa no Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia Cassiopeia was that because Team Star has gotten so big, unfortunately because they now held the power, they kind of without turning it back on other people. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh the bully are now like kind of punching down now. The thing is, they don't, like, I I thought they would go more into that That's and kind of balance both, but the entire time it's just like, you find out the history, but you don't see anyone who's trying to fix the current problem. They're mm-hmm. just, like, in limbo waiting for their boss, so it... You can read that they're getting complacent, but that's something that you'd have to bring to the table. They don't really I give I thought at anything. one point they mentioned that they all went stagnant. Mm. Did they? Yeah. yeah, I thought they mentioned that, but like, I thought, but the thing is, that, but they don't, they didn't implicitly say that. Yeah, you have to put two and two together. They don't. Yeah, because I feel like they just use they yeah, they went stagnant, to, but they don't tie that idea to like how did you go stagnant? You can go stagnant without your people being coming bullies. I yeah. feel like if you're gonna set that up for that, like this is a kids game. If you're gonna set that up for that plot there, then tie even just the later on, yeah, like oh, yeah, the younger grunts or the newer grunts who weren't here for the bullying are kind of wild and they misunderstand our thing, but we're sad about the boss and wondering where he we, we are, so they're not really our focus. Even just, like, a quick, like, flashback or a fit, quick line like that, what's that, five 
this is funny. text boxes. Yeah, that's, that's nothing. And that would fix that that's issue, fair. I guess. That's fair. I'm sorry. We're getting, I got ran away with that. I got lost in the sauce. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. So your scores. Four. You convinced me it's supposed to be a four. Yeah. It's a Pokemon game. Cause, cause it's not like Game of Thrones. I'm going to judge it like the Pokemon game. Because the thing is, the only reason that I was going to give it a three is because I didn't like Nimona. And I feel like I didn't like her. Um, only motivation being really into Pokemon fighting, Pokemon battling. But it's an escape. She's Helga Pataki. Um. She it, don't compare Helga Pataki to Nimona. <laughs> I, it's a shoe fits. The thing is, I the thing is, I I so desperately want to see what her family's deal is. Because I, I hope as the post game starts. Um, sorry, I didn't get very far in the post game because they made it really easy for me to complete the Pokédex in this game, and I'm I've kind of gotten to a vortex. Um, I really hope the post game gives us even more about these side characters that they convince me to care about. So, averaging all of our scores together. We ended up scoring a, what was it? A 12.6 repeating. 12.6 repeating. Well, I guess 12.7 if we're rounding up. What do we do? Do we round? We always round down in Entertainment 2, don't we? Yeah, but the thing is, it's already over 5. You're right. So, 13? Sure. Sure. Let me see. Does, is it between 2? I think it. I think it might be. What's the uh? What's the metal called if you mix? Uh... No, it's it's a silver. Oh, it's just a, it's a high it's the high silver. It's the the high silver is a fourteen. Okay. Yeah, Larry. That's a solid silver. silver. Boom! There you go. It's uh, yeah. There you go. I really I was gonna diversify my thing. I was gonna give it a couple threes and stuff in places, but then as we talked, I was like, no, Asia. That's your own preference for how a story is gone. And if you have to look at it for what it is, you got to give them their props on this. I feel like this was a fun detour departure from Mm -hmm. heavy tradition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those runs really hurt it. <laughs> I mean, it should. It should. It should. It was distracting. It was. It's and not. It was, especially since it's like a lot of the complaints we have are just like in terms of the. It's an open world. Yeah. Like it's your first open world. Fill it with stuff. Yeah. Because you think that's it, the challenge you take on when you create an open world game. Yeah. But anyway. Well, that was fun. Well, there you go. Now I can put the game away. Nope. I still have to finish. The Pokédex. Oh, I forgot to say, we were doing a challenge. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we each had an archetype. We each had an archetype. Um, I, Sam was an astron- astronomer. Mm-hmm. Derek was an archaeologist. And Asia, chess is what I have written down. Yeah. Um, I tried to find something I was interested in that fit the Pokémon so we could all be scientists. But I just my heart just kept coming back to chess. We tried to do uh, things that you'd learn at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and as a chess major... Well, well that's think... what we learned. But honestly, I just like the idea of some little snot being like, ah, oh, yes, I'm into Pokemon. I play chess and I'm a master of strategy. And then all of our, Poke- all of our Pokemon had to fit the archetype that we chose. Um, we were also forced to have one Pokemon that the other person chose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also had to fit the archetype yeah. in some way. Mm-hmm. Sam's Pokemon. We're not going to be, we don't have time to like explain why each one was on our team. We're the Pokedex entries. 
Um, Sam had a Magnezone that we forced Sam, um, Sam to have. That was yeah. a chosen Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then she had a Skeledurge, a Go-Goat that ended up being her ace, mm-hmm. a Gardevoir, a Noivern, and a Passimian. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek had, was given a Copperaja. Yeah. And Annihilate. <laughs> Miascala, a Tyranitar, Baxcalibur. Oh my gosh, guys, this game might get an extra five for me no, in characters don't. You can't because take it uh, back. I have a new favorite Pokemon now. It's Baxcalibur. If you don't know, it's based off Godzilla. And if you don't know anything about me, Godzilla's like my favorite thing ever. Derek loves him a kaiju. It's true. And also, its moves are ridiculous and it, it's kind of ridiculous. It is very fun. Great. Uh, the thing is... Uh, I enjoy the reference. It's a strong reference. It's a strong reference. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm like, we have to make a separate thing because there... It was kind of... There are small things about this that are unintentionally kind of hilarious. Can I say my team? Yeah. Yeah, my team, I did one based off of all the chess pieces. So, of course, I had to go King Gambit. I was really excited that that got an, another evolution. The Quava... Quava... Quetzalcoatl, Quava, Quetzalcoatl. The the water type final evolution. You get it. The mousehold. That thing is hilarious. Um, Sir, not Sarah Ledge. That's the ghost one. What's Armor the, Armor Rouge. Armor Rouge. Claude Sire. I love me a Claude Sire and Dragonite. Um, and then I played the great team. We all had great teams. My team was not balanced and. Um, I had to overlevel them because I also did the harder challenge, which was once a Pokemon, once a participant's Pokemon faints, the participant must release that Pokemon. Um, I let a lot of Pokemon die. I probably had, so I eventually ended up having 70 different Pokemon that died. Oh my God. There were so many. It was funny. Well, my Pokemon were like, oh my God. Yeah. They love me so much. They saved me. Mm-hmm. Derek's like, I have never gotten that. And I'm like, yeah, because they know that as soon as they fail once, they're it's dead. over. <laughs> you abandoned them. Perish. And then um, participants, I was not allowed to use any healing pa- healing uh, devices outside of natural ones. And the thing is, I didn't even buy any at the Pokemon Center. I had to look you for them. You had to find them. Dude, you, went so real, you went real natural. Yeah. You went cave. Like, like only berries, camping. no potions. Yeah. You had to use all the bitter stuff. So, of course, your Pokemon didn't like you. And then on top of that, I think we made, like, one exception. You could have, like, lemonade in the bottled water. Yeah. <laughs> because lemonade is just water, lemons, and sugar. And bottled water is water. And that was... With no soda. No soda. Plastic. Carbonation is unnatural. <laughs> And that's what I went through in my Pokemon journey. I ended up finishing the game in around 60 hours because I had to, at one point, I had to restart my team and raise them from X. It was funny. Um, that's pretty much it. Boom. If you want to hear us talk more about this, um, we'll get to it eventually. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> this has been Derek. It's and Sam. And it's me, your boy Aja. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.